Welcome to Therapy with Millennials, a podcast where we take our late night talks, aka our own therapy sessions, and put them on record for you to hear. We take a looser definition of therapy, so if you seek professional help, please do so. Our main goal, or hope, is that in sharing our stories, we will relieve some of your tension and you will relate to us. So join us on this journey. a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps listeners to find us and join this listenership and helps us know how we can get better. Hello, welcome back to Therapy with Millennials. I am your host, Brittany, and I'm joined by the lovely co-host, Malia. Validation! <laughs> so, just a little bit closer to physical touch. It's so nice to be appreciated. So today we are delving into, some of you might see it as a little off topic, but this is something important to both of us um, and something that encompasses about 90% of my life and I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> today we will be talking about all things K-pop. Insert our favorite song here. (laughs) This is also a perfect episode for me, though I'm pretty sure Malia will change this in some way, that I don't have to think about things too much. (laughs) And this is why one of the segments Malia created is only for Malia. (laughs) Because it required research. (laughs) So anyways, let's get started with the fun. Malia? All right, so why... Does it matter? Why does K-pop even matter? K-drama. I actually included K-pop slash K-drama. So why does it even matter that a white girl from Georgia (laughs) and a black girl from Florida even care about K-pop? Okay. I'm going to start with, like, why does it matter to me? Okay. It matters to me because... You mean superficial and deep at the same time. Right. So all of my life growing up, Shows, actors, TV, dramas, music have been an integral part of my life. It's how I escaped from things. It's how I found peace. It's how I expressed emotions. It's how, like, I know a play. I have a playlist for when I'm angry. I have a playlist for when I'm on a road trip. I have a playlist for the gym. I have a playlist for this and that. All of that. I was not a playlist person until you. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like you need to know that. (laughs) So I have a playlist for for everything. When I was a kid, too, dramas were my escape, I guess. In a sense, like One Tree Hill was one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Harry Potter, one of my favorite movies. Not only those people, though, but I got in... Not only those characters, but I got invested in the actors, too. I am less a fanatic these days... But I could tell you back then, she gave me a weird look, like I was less of a fanatic. She doesn't know my life. (laughs) When I was a kid, I knew all of the Harry Potter characters, characters' birthdays, okay? And I just not thought about what all the characters, wait, characters. And the actors' birthdays. Interesting. Okay, same thing with One Tree Hill. Um, If if their birthday was known, I knew it. (laughs) Um, Their favorite colors, you know, personality traits, da-da-da-da. Like, I was just obsessed. And so it's always been a part of my life. K-pop specifically became part of my life about three years ago. We have a mutual friend, CS, we will call her. Um, (laughs) 
Uh, uh, in case she becomes famous and doesn't want her name used, don't come for us. We didn't use her actual name. Um, three years ago, she's always she was into Korean culture and well, she got into Korea through North Korea actually, and an interest in kind of like helping. And so she's been into K-pop for a while, and she was always kind of like showing it to us every now and then, and I never actually paid it that much attention to it until I left for Israel in 2017, and for some reason I left it. I don't know what happened. I can't give you the specific moment, but I just, boom, started just diving into K-pop. And from that, like, I became 24-7 obsessed with K-pop. And even to this day, I don't listen or watch a lot of other things that are not Korean. Yeah. (laughs) It's, I don't know a lot of what's going on in pop culture now when I used to know that too. So trivia, me and my sister, when we were kids, we could beat you in any trivia game, pop trivia, Uh, TV trivia. I'm bad. (laughs) We knew knew all the things, even shows we weren't watching. We knew the things. So that's how I am now about Korean. Korean also became very important to me through K-pop I started to love and really be interested in the culture, and I wanted to know more. I wanted to learn um, the language, and I started learning the language. And then I started learning about the history as well, because I'm a history nerd. And for me, that part is important because I'm a history teacher. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times here in America, I don't feel like Asian history is talked that much. I don't think Asian history is is given too much time in history classes and so I want to give it more time the only thing we know about mostly is China when it comes to history and China had a lot of effect on Japanese and Korean history but I think more like Japanese Korean Southeast Asian history could be known so do you feel like from a historical standpoint you got more into to Korea slash Korean media because you realized when you realized more that you want to become a teacher or do you feel like initially it was a personal discovery of like Korean stuff was interesting to you just for pleasure no it was always it was mostly just pleasure um and then like once I started getting interested and then realized like I'd like to know more about their history that's when I thought oh this would be good like this is something that I could do for like my actual career too uh, Mm -hmm. as well but it's all still just really fun to me to like learn this language and learn about people and then watch the shows and listen to the music yeah it's a fun experience so, I also had a similar um, experience with CS. She she exposed me initially to BTS. Mm-hmm. And I liked them. I thought that they were so fun. Initially, I wasn't so interested. Initially, if I'm being totally honest, I was not interested in Korean culture. I was interested in Korean music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not even Korean languages, which sounds weird that I would listen to something that I didn't understand initially, but I also don't mind listening or watching music with right, subtitles. Mm-hmm. And so I just enjoyed it because a lot of K-pop is very upbeat. And even their slow songs are not so slow that they sound like classical music to me. Mm-hmm. They're still entertaining and active enough for my brain that it keeps me awake and aware. So I would listen to Korean music when I was studying mm-hmm. different stuff. So I... I think I was into it a year before you were. But I also lived with CS Mm. for a year. Yeah. And so, yeah, slowly started getting into it. Was not... 
I hate to even say this about myself because I am true to the end. I am loyal to the end. But I will go ahead and say that I was not as dedicated as Brittany. <laughs> Whatever the crap that means. <laughs> I was dedicated in my room. Brittany is dedicated all over her life. <laughs> I'm just outwardly dedicated. That's all. Oh my gosh. She questions my dedication, y'all. It's so rude. It's so rude. But yeah, BTS was my first group. Who was your, like, your, who was your first three groups that you met? When you were getting into K-pop. BTS was the first one. That's the one that I, um, their dope music video is the first thing that, like, really hooked me. I don't remember anything before that. If, if CS had shown me anything, that's the only thing I remember her showing me. I remember she started me at the beginning. She's like, you're not allowed. Because I think at the time, they had just, uh, Mic Drop was starting to get really big. Or, yeah, it either had just come out or was about to get really big. And she's like, no, no, no. If I'm going to introduce you to BTS, you, gotta go you back. have to start at the, <laughs> yeah. the beginning. And yeah. I was like, that is why my top five is a little out of order slash tied in some places because my husband is not necessarily my top one. But he is most certainly a husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, too, well, I, BTS, and then I would say probably GOT7 and Monsta X. Got Seven, while I was in Israel, I bought their albums on iTunes because they weren't on Spotify yet. JYP hadn't put any of their artists really on Spotify, and I hated it so much. I was like, I need Got Seven. So I bought, <laughs> I don't usually buy like music, I just use Spotify, and pay for that. But I've, <laughs> I had to have my Got Seven. So I think it was Got Seven, Monster X, BTS. Definitely BTS and Got Seven. I think me, it was BTS. Actually, it might have been the same. I think mine was BTS. Yeah, BTS, GOT7. I think mine might have been Monster X and then GOT7. Mm. Yeah. Because I think, I feel like GOT7 has been there longer than, those were mine three too as yeah. well. Who did you like most when you first got into it? And do you, are they still your top? Well, when I first got into it, it was BTS the most. Um, and yeah, I would say, well, I, I think it's different now. Honestly, like okay. it just... I'm very much like, if you guys know me, I have a lot of favorites. I have a lot of, I can't choose. And if I, if I have to choose, I put them in different categories. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, he (laughs) doesn't make your favorite. Right. I'm like, they don't count here because they're not in this category. I'm like, I can't decide. It's like every comeback. I like this one so much, you know, if I have to think about like music wise, like what music too, I think got seven might be recent event though. (laughs) <laughs> we're all hurting yes. we're dealing with it in ways. <laughs> Malia went on possibly we're not confessing to anything but maybe a two to three week binge on <laughs> fan content interviews shows that they went on I'm just I'm saying it might not have been me I'm just saying it might have also been me <laughs> but I think I think God 7 probably I feel like I'm of those three at least oddly enough they're not their last album last piece which ironic y'all is yep, right mm-hmm. but the what was the name of their album before this whatever their second to their last one was i really got i kind of listened to them here and there but i really got into them again during that period and oh, this is the way i deal with my grief i binge things when i'm sad and so i just watch all the things yeah but i just like their style of music and so fun. that's a lot of theirs but i don't think i think it became my my time period, like right now, favorite. But at the end of the day, I always go back to BTS. BTS mm. is, ugh, 
<laughs> I do love. I just them. need I them. them to know I exist. Like I understand <laughs> that they know that army exists. I need them to know that exists. I will deal with the rejection as it comes, but I'm just saying you could have a free visa. <laughs> Listen, we can both have free visas. Let's let's make each other happy. <laughs> so as I was looking up stuff for the episode. I saw these crash courses on how to become a K-pop fan. Oh, boy. And so we are going to define for you some terminology. <laughs> and we're going to use our some of our favorite actors and singers to explain some of this ish and nicknames and terms mm-hmm. and stuff. So first, what is a comeback? So a comeback is normally when you think comeback in America. What, yeah. do you, what do you think? Someone has... Disbanded or they've broken up and they're coming back together. Right, right. Or like an athlete, he's retired and he's making a comeback. Yeah. K-pop makes a comeback every season. So yes. every time that they come back to the stage with a new album, it is a comeback. Mm-hmm. That is your definition of comeback. So BTS puts out uh, Map of the Soul. Mm-hmm. That's a comeback. Mm-hmm. They put out Map of the Soul... Part two, whatever, you yeah. know, that's a comeback. Yeah. Every time they put out a title song, it's a comeback. All right. So I, I'm going to say the question, but I'm also going to answer it. What is a leader? So in a K-pop group, typically they will have what they call their leader of the group. And it doesn't mean necessarily that they're making all the decisions, mm-hmm. but they're kind of like the spokesperson, the PR person for the group. And... They also are kind of in charge of the emotional health, would you say? Kind, yeah, of? yeah. So they're put in a position of responsibility, like a leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're the go-between between the group and the company. Um, and typically, typically, it might be the older person yeah. in the group, but a lot of times, sometimes as well, it's not the oldest. I've noticed recently, and I don't know if it's just recently I'm noticing this, I've noticed that it's the oldest person. It's also sometimes the person who's multilingual yeah. that is the leader. Sometimes. So in BTS, RM is not the oldest, but he is the leader. But he also speaks English as well. But then in NCT, Taeyong is the leader. But he is not the oldest, and he does not speak English as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just depends on the company, really. It's just typically sometimes you'll see the oldest being the leader. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Monster X. Actually, Shonu is not the oldest, but he is the leader. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe it actually isn't the oldest. (laughs) (laughs) But typically, I've never seen a group that where whatever their halfway point is, then the leader is never after that point. No, uh, the leader is typically not going to be one of the younger members. It's typically one of the older older half of the group. Mm -hmm. So what is a stan? Stan is more of a positive thing. Yeah, yeah. It can be used as a derogatory term, but yeah. Yeah, because it's supposed to be, like, stalker fan. Stalker fan. Yeah. So you can go pretty bad. You can go on the negative side with that. But it's just, like, I. you would say I stand stray kids. Like, I, like they are my group. My main group. And I follow them all the time, and I know everything about them, essentially, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Army. I'll do this one. <laughs> what is an army? <laughs> it's not what you're thinking about. It is not a militant group, even though we can be. If you step to our boys the wrong way, we will come for you. <laughs> and the love of Christ. Anyway. <laughs> That's a bad stand. Just going to go ahead and say it. Anyway. Um, army is actually the nickname for BTS's fan group. Yeah. 
They're called ARMY. Uh, they do, in fact, refer to their fan group as ARMY. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't usually call anyone by their actual names. And every group has a nickname. Yeah, so every group has their own fan group name. They also have their own colors, their yeah. official colors. They have their own light sticks. They have their own mic colors, yeah. which have different meanings for them. So Monster X group is Mon Bebe, and like 17's group is Carrot. And AT's is Atony. Yeah. So they all have their, we all have our different names, different fandoms. Mm-hmm. So do you know what a K-poppy is? K-poppy? Yeah. I actually have no idea what that is. I had heard the term. On poppy, like P-O-P-P-I? Yes. K-poppy. Never heard of it. I had seen it, it the term on YouTube mm-hmm. before, but I didn't know exactly what it meant. Mm-hmm. But I, I actually had a pretty good handle on what it meant. A K-poppy is actually a hater mm. or anti of BTS. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yep. Wow. K-poppies. <laughs> Yeah, this says a term that armies gave K-pop fans because BTS isn't K-pop and blah, blah, blah. K-pop fans have done this so wrong. <laughs> Look, I don't want to be, that's why I don't want to be associated with many fandoms. It's like, sometimes they just get too much. And ARMY, army no, offense, crazy. no offense, but ARMY is known as being kind of intense. And I, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to be grouped into that. But I, I also like, want to show people that we can be good people. I'm yeah, not here to criticize. First of all, I'm a multi-stan, okay? There's also a multi-stan if yeah, we're talking Brittany stan. <laughs> I, I have loyalty, but I have loyalties <laughs> to many groups. So I am a multi-stan, okay? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Acting yeah. like you aren't over there. Whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have multi-stans from the standpoint of I have my top five, but if I had to, if I, we're doing Mary kill... Kiss. <laughs> Someone's getting killed. <laughs> Do you know what age line means? Yeah, age line is essentially putting members within their like year of birth, or putting them within like the older brothers, the younger brothers yeah, yeah. section. So they're all kind of you've got your olders, your youngs, and then you've got your younger maknes. Which is our next term, so mm-hmm. you kind of already explained it. But Mocknays are just the younger, younger, youngest brother, if mm-hmm. it is singular. And Mocknays refers to the group that is the youngest yeah. in a group. And so you're like Jungkook is the Mocknay of BTS. Don't come at me from pronunciation. I'm not doing it in my Korean pronunciation, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and if I was doing it in American, it'd be Mocknay. <laughs> yeah. And if you were doing it in your southern accent, it'd be Macnay. Like, Macnay. <laughs> and then I might have to throw punch you. Oh, my God. But it's your younger members. And sometimes, like Jungkook, they're called uh, the golden Macnay because he can yes. do everything. Yes, he can. And also, Malia typically does not go for any celebrity in any realm, but especially for K-pop with long hair. Jungkook came for me. <laughs> With this new album and this guy, oh my gosh, he's the baby. I have to keep reminding myself, he's a, he's a child, Malia. He is a child, but he is a hot child. <laughs> and technically, it's still legal, so, you know. <laughs> Not when you put child at the end of it. I just say child when I'm anyone my age or younger. <laughs> All right. Um, Egyo, what is that? Okay. Egyo is something that is 
Very particular, very particular to Korean, uh, in the Korean industry. Um, mostly I'm going to be referring to a lot of boy groups because that's what I listen to a lot. So don't come at me. I, I like girl groups, but I'm just more into the boy I'm going to be very serious with you guys. I'm typically a solo female fan. I don't really like a lot of girl groups. But girls are definitely more known for their ego. And ego is essentially just being super cute. And they have a lot of different, like, things that you, like, little typical, like, songs poses and little poses and, and things that they can do. But my favorite, one of my biases, which will probably, that's probably one of the things we'll talk about, um, <laughs> is Juhan from Monster X, or Juhani. Um, from, uh, <laughs> he's adorable! <laughs> from X. And he is the self-titled, the self-titled and also, and also not even self-titled, like, everyone knows. He is the king of Eggyo. And it's the cutest thing ever. And he, he comes at us so hard. Like, he's so like, bad. on and stage, he, he's like a hard rapper. Like, sorry. But then he gets off stage and they're like, do some egg yo. And yo. he's just like, eek, cute. He's so cute. <laughs> but that's egg yo. And the last one I have is bias. Yeah. So a bias, think of the phrase, like, who is your main celebrity crush? That would be your bias. So your bias is just like your favorite group, your favorite person in a group. Yeah. Uh, for me, because I don't want one of my friends to come for me later, <laughs> my bias for BTS is a tie between Namjoon and, and Jimin. <laughs> so they are my biases. <laughs> no, one of them is your bias and one is a bias record. Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> so that's the other thing. So with a bias comes a bias record within a group. So you have your bias, who's essentially your favorite, and then you got that bias record that's like, coming for that favorite <laughs> so in in bts sugar is my bias yeah and my bias wrecker that's actually hard it's probably jimin too uh, uh, i think it would be jungkook if he was older uh yeah yeah, yeah. and that long hair <laughs> so there might be two bias records <laughs> um, and then let's see so for me with bts my bias is Namjoon. <laughs> We're the same age. It's just meant to be, y'all. It's meant to be. Love him. I love his tone. I love his voice. I love his talking voice so much. My bias record is Jimin closely followed, very, very closely followed by J-Hope. Mm. Uh, if you, like, if you were a dude, that's how I view J-Hope, I would totally get with him. <laughs> And let's see. I'm going to list some more. Let's see. Monster X. I said Juhan is my bias. Really? Yeah. Is that Shania? Okay. Most of my biases are rappers, by the way. Well, I knew Juhan, that. Juhan, mostly. Juhan is my bias. Shonu is my bias record. Oh, I have them flipped. Mm-mm. I no, have them flipped. No, Juhan is my love. <laughs> oh. Love him. I love a, I love duality. In- Speaking <laughs> of which. <laughs> I'm so excited. As of right now, I've been waiting for Ian's album Duality to come out, and I'm so excited. So I love duality in a person, and so when they're hard on stage and then completely different off stage, Suga, I'm looking at you. Juhan, I'm looking at you. Bobby, I'm looking at you. I am in love. Kai, I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, initially, actually, that... Shuga and Kai turned me off because of how they acted on stage kind of cocky. But then I watched a bunch of their interviews and now I'm just like, oh, I'm so <laughs> soft for you. You're not my biases. But like, I'm soft for you. Uh, who, who did you just say? Monster X? Uh, Juhan. Show me. Um, I think mine for Monster <laughs> X is... I am. 
Well, let's start with the fact of Monster X used to have an extra member. He mm-hmm. actually was my original bias. Mm-hmm. So now he can be your only bias. Yeah, now he can be my only bias. I just like one. So, <laughs> so to be give full credit, pre Monster X, it would have been uh, one all and I am. Now Monster X is I am and Shining. <laughs> well, actually, let's do two because there's one group where we're tied. Yeah. So we both really love ATs. Yes. And then I am thinking, I was thinking of NCT. I don't know who, if you were thinking of either one of those. I was thinking of um, GOT7. Ah, GOT7. Let's do GOT7 and ATs. Okay. Yeah. GOT7, Mark, is my bias. I'm going to be a little honest. He's not the best rapper in the group. He's not. I mean, Jackson's the best rapper. Well done. Um, <laughs> but Mark just visually like, came for me. Yes. And I have stayed there. So Mark is my bias. My bias wrecker is JB with a very close Jin Young because Jin Young came for me and when you call my name and Miracle recently. <laughs> but that's that's me for God Seven. Um so for me with God <laughs> with God Seven, my bias is oh this is hard. Cause as soon as I pick one of them, I wanna say the other one. I wanna say the other one. <laughs> so it's Jin Young. Jin Young is my bias. My bias okay. wrecker, like on the regular, giving me struggles daily, Jackson. <laughs> Jackson is rough. very closely recently because of um, their last album by Mark. <laughs> I'm like, sir, this, you were not allowed after all these years to come for me and especially come for Jackson's spot in my heart. Like, that is rude. If Jackson had stayed to his rookie self, I would have liked Jackson much more. Um, really? Yeah, he was so, like, all over the place and crazy and hilarious. And now I feel like he's, like... He's structuring himself. Yeah, and he's, I just... He's becoming the CEO. He's becoming the king that I need him to become. No, I want the funny, like, all he's over the place. So he's funny, still there. Though. He's still there. But JB is so much more there. Uh, and I love it. He is meme king. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't. I love it so much. Okay, so much. and then ATs. ATs. Okay, let's talk about ATs. How they came for us. First of all, and I think also like, I got to introduce Brittany to this group. I finally wait. Did I introduce? No, you? I introduced ATs to Vashti and you. Did I? No, ATs wait. is mine. I'm sorry. ATs is yours. Yes. Wait. What, yes. what did I introduce you to? You, you introduced like P1 a- P1 Harmony. Oh, P1 Harmony. Harmony. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Just kidding. I like. Sorry, that's mine. I, <laughs> that was yours. I heard. I apologize. So, ATs, I think ours is, like, literally the same. Literally the same. I think this is in the same order, though. Let's make sure. I don't I don't think so. I think yours has changed. I'm not sure. Songhua is my bias. Yes. <laughs> and Mingi is my bias wrecker. But they are very, very, very close to each other. Songhua with the facial expressions, <laughs> Mingi with the rapping, and then him being a nerd off and clumsy. He's so oh. cute. <laughs> is yours the same, then? Or is it the other way? Okay, pre pre their last album, mm. it was the same. Post their last album, it flipped. So mm. my bias is Mingi. My bias record is Songwa. <laughs> uh, so hard. <laughs> and he's like on he's on hiatus right now, and it hurts me. Mm-mm. It hurts me so bad. I'm praying that he heals well, that he <laughs> takes care of his mental health. But I'm so excited that he's on this next album. <laughs> Thank you. Korean gods that make sure that music is actually ahead of its time. Whoever you are, I love you. <laughs> okay, I want to do one more. Okay. <laughs> and that's NCT. Okay. But this one, no, let's do Super M because that's the one. Super M, that, we, we both know them better. Yeah, Super M. Ah! 
So what's first of all with Super M, these people are all probably well, most of them are my biases in their regular groups. But with Super M, Kai is my bias all okay. day, every over, day. Over okay, I'm curious who your bias tracker is. Kai is the bias, ma'am. And then this is hard because he's my bias in other things, so I don't want to put him as the bias tracker, but it's always gonna be Lucas. Really? Yes. yes. I have been living a lie. Who did you think? I thought was? your bias was Kai. I thought your bias record was Taman. Taman. Okay, so Taman, I already have him in shiny, and Key is my bias there, and Taman is my bias record still. Uh, so Taman's not actually my bias, except for as he's he's my bias as a solo artist. Like uh, Taman as a solo artist. <laughs> Who? Okay, let's talk about Taman and his duality, <laughs> sir. I was not really looking at you in shiny. Shiny was kind of like my the people the group I would cheat on my favorite groups with and so didn't wasn't really paying you all that much attention I repent because super M you came at me like with a vengeance and that was just rude sir <laughs> so now I'm re-watching all this old shiny stuff to like but shiny he's, is the best. he's such a like kid and shiny then he's like a beast as a solo artist. as a solo artist and then he's like a mom, mom in super M. M. I cannot it's it's so great. cute so what are yours Super M, that's a struggle. <laughs> and Super M, and Super M, my bias is 10. Yep, knew it. Okay. My bias record, literally depending on the day, is almost a tie. So understand that daily, sometimes hourly, this changes. <laughs> right now, <laughs> my bias record is Becca. Yep, okay, that's what I thought. The other one is Lucas. <laughs> because I love Lucas all the time. I love Beckham's voice mm-hmm. all the time. But Beckyung Bossy right now and hair? That white hair! Sir! You did so many good things in your life and that white hair was one of them. Oh my goodness. I love a good singer. And Beckyung, sir. He's one of the best. He's definitely one of the best. Even in EXO, who I didn't super keep up with, I would oh, listen to their the songs, particularly for Beckyung. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, we're going to kind of play a game. So, we know that we kind of told you not to type people, <laughs> but let's be honest. We know that you're cheating and playing games and trying to figure out your friends and your types. So, we're going to play a game called Type Them. I'm going to play first, and then we're kind of going to play together. I'm going to type BTS, and we're going to do Myers-Briggs, and Brittany's going to tell me <laughs> if I'm right or not. Oh, let's see how yeah. this goes. So, um, in Korea, like, some of these, the MBTI is also popular. So, a lot of, like, artists know their uh, MBTIs. Mm-hmm. And I have the list of BTSs. I'm not positive they're accurate, but I think this is based on, like, some interviews that they've had. Okay, Jen and Suga have the same type. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, off the bat, because of Suga, I'm going to say introvert. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say S, then I'm going to say F because of Jin, and also because I feel like Suga has more feelings than he lets out in, like, everyday things, but the way that his group reacts to him, I feel like it's more F. And then I'm going to say J. So I'm going to say ISFJ because J is, like, closure, and I feel like Jin often struggles with, he's struggled in the past with having closure in his life as he's gotten older. And Suga in the past had to deal with closure of 
his family not necessarily liking what he was doing, but acknowledging that he had dreams and passions he wanted to go after. So I'm going to say ISFJ. Do you want what you got wrong or do you want to guess again? <laughs> Which one did I get wrong? I is the only thing you got right. Really? <laughs> wow. And this is why we don't type people because you can be wrong. Okay, right. cool. So they're INTP. J-Hope. He's on his own. Of course he is. <laughs> Let's talk about the fact that in Enneagram specifically, he's probably a seven. <laughs> they haven't taken Enneagram, but if I can influence them at all to take Enneagram, J-Hope's probably a seven. I'm going to say extroverted. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say intuitive. I'm going to say ESFP. Mostly right. This says he's ESFJ. Okay. But I think I saw somewhere else where it said ESFP. So that's why this may not be entirely Uh, accurate. Okay, Okay, so this one, and you're already going to know because I kind of gave it away. But it'll be interesting because there's another person involved with this. So RM and V. Really? Yeah. I've been actually watching some of their content, and I'm realizing that they're more similar than I give them credit for. Yeah. So they are. So I was actually at, on my honor. I actually thought that RM was an ENFP. Mm. And he is. It's meant to be. The stars have aligned. My husband to be is waiting for me in Korea. Oh, so excited. The V. Oh, that's adorable. I love that. But it makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. So Jimin. Oh, Jimin. I feel like he's a performer, but I, I'm going to say he's introverted. I'm going to say that he is intuitive. I'm going to say that he is feeling. And I'm going to say that he is judging. So I-N-F-J. Very, very close. Really? Yes. He is an E-N-F-J. Really? I wonder how far his extroversion is. Because the reason why I say that is when you actually watch him in interviews, I'm thinking in particular an interview I saw of him recently, when he's interviewed with the group, he's very introverted. But when he's interviewed as the group, he becomes very extroverted. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, I really feel like he's on the edge of his extroversion. I'm very curious if he's posted his percentages yet. Okay, and last but not least, Jungkook. I'm going to say introverted. I'm going to say sensing. I'm going to say feeling. And I'm going to say perceiving. So I, I-S-F-P. Again, very close. Really? Yes, he's an I-S-F-J. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Cool. Very cool. Introverted makes very much sense for Jungkook. Oh, yeah. Probably a 70 something percent. <laughs> not bad, not bad. <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> Alright, so a- another one we're gonna do since none of I don't think when I when I was doing research, none of the groups I really looked at had mm. an official posted Enneagram one. But I want you you to take your top five, because we made a list of our top twenty. We're gonna come back to this on a later date. Mm. But your top five, and I want you to tell me what type you think they are. I am no good at this, but I will try. <laughs> Number five for me is Jin Young. That he is a one wing two. Oh, we're doing wings too? <laughs> oh, you don't have to do wings. But it, it helps me when I do wings. So I'm going to say he's a one wing two. And the reason why is because I think he's very much a perfectionist. He displays that in his artistry. But I think he's also very caring. And I feel like that was displayed when he was in GOT7. 
with how he cared for those who are really close to him and how he was the mom of God seven too. So, and I don't, but I don't think he's actually a two. I don't think in his heart of hearts that that is how he connects to the world. I feel like the perfectionism and the business mind is more how he connects to the world. So from mm-hmm. that, for that reason, I say one wing two. Okay. So first, my first one, no fifth one, we'll go with fifth is someone I don't actually know that well right now. He's just recently become a favorite. Okay. Is M. Chiwan from Run to You. Yeah. Or Run. Uh, sorry, Run On. I don't know. I'm kind of just going to base it off of his character. His character. Like, I would put him as a nine. But then also maybe five. I don't I, know. What did you think about him? I would say he's either a one wing nine or a nine wing eight because mm. of two events that happen in the show. I think it's very possible that he could be a nine and wing yeah, eight. Yeah, I can see. I, like, I initially thought nine, so I think I would see nine wing eight. Yeah. Okay, that's my fifth one. Okay, my fourth one is one hole. <laughs> I love you. But I think that one hole is probably a two, actually. Mm-hmm. I think he's a two win, wing three. I think he has that businessman in him, but I don't think it's all of who he is. I think he cares very deeply. And that was one of the things that actually attracted me both to him as a, an artist and him as a person is that he kind of, he can get the bad reputation of kind of being a meathead because he works out a lot, he, a lot, a lot and he's super buff, but he really genuinely has like a huge heart. So I'm going to say two wing three. Okay. So number four is Kai. Of course it is. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> my love i still can't believe i didn't know he was your favorite right i was like how I, did you not know that i thought it was Taman and then kai <laughs> no no how could you not know that i bought the man's cd anyways kai is number four i think just because i want him to be i'm gonna say he's a seven <laughs> but he kind of seems like it to me like especially like distractible scattered fun-loving kind of but i don't think he would be exactly me a seven wing six but i don't see him as a challenger either so i think i'm gonna say at least a seven or he could possibly be he could have a three somewhere so like a two wing three or a three wing four i can just see like some attention sinking in him yeah, as yeah, well yeah. but i'm gonna say i just want to say seven <laughs> yeah I was, I, if i was picking i would probably at least say a four wing three or a two wing three Hmm. because he, he does have a very large heart, but he keeps it kind of to himself, which is something that threes typically do. So I would say a three, and he either wins four or two. Hmm. My third one is I am. <laughs> <laughs> so excited, sir. You're also coming out. Do you understand how happy both of you are making me? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that my I am is a five. And considering the fact that I struggle with fives and calling him a five and being proud of the fact that he's a five, I think he's a five. I think he wings four because since the beginning, I think he's been trying to find his place. And even as a rapper, as a part of Monster X, I see him creating kind of his own thing. He's his own. He's not Johnny. He is not, you know, the other members of his group, but also he's very methodical. And so for those reasons, I'm going to say five wing four. So my three actually is Juhan. Juhan, I also want to make him a seven too, but I don't think he's a seven. I think Juhan might be a four wing three. 
I can agree with that. He's very sensitive. He gets all dramatic when his members aren't paying attention to him. I don't know if it's an actor or not, but just, like, based on the personality that I know. Yes, Juhani, I could cuddle you. <laughs> but he's also very, like, he he writes, like, all their songs. Oh, yeah. Very excel at what he does. I think he likes to achieve and, like, very success-oriented. So I think four wing three. Yeah, I would say he's either four wing three or three wing four. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely, I see four in him, so I don't know if that's. Yeah, maybe three wing four. I could see that. Whichever one's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can see that. So, my second. Let's talk about the fact that my number one and two t- kind of tied. <laughs> but the hus- we're going to say the husband and the bias record. So, bias record, Jimin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to say that he is a two-wing one. Two because I, I feel like he is deeply caring and he wants to be helpful truly helpful to everyone in his group i think he struggles with sometimes knowing whether he's loved and loving himself and we've kind of been able to watch that happen um, from their debut to now i say one because i don't see him as an aggressive three achiever i see him more as wanting to perfect gradually he's perfected his image and he wants to be good and perfection and so i see more of the one versus the three yeah, I can see that one, definitely. Okay, so number two for me is Bobby. And I think I would have guessed this had I not, even before opening or seeing it already. But I think, and well, according to a certain website, which it could not be true anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's a seven wing six, which is really? me. Really? <laughs> yes. Really? I need to watch some of his stuff. Yes. Brittany's tried to uh, get me over to the dark side and she's gradually winning. <laughs> um, so I'm very happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that... I just put in K-pop personality types and there's something popped up. Ah, yeah. interesting. Don't know how accurate it is, though. So, number one. Let's first of all talk about our number one. <laughs> Who is your number one? Uh, wait, can I, wait, 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 wait. Can I guess your, your number one? Yes, you can. Sugar. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> okay. And you know mine. Yes. Um, dude, Sugar is hard. Because he's just like... So close, close-chested. Yeah. I Well, no. For me, I thought automatically that he was a four. Really? Because of his, like, songwriting, his, ah. his like, kind of withdrawn. I don't think he's, like, he, he's not really expressive or dramatic in that uh. sense, but I think in his writing he is. But also five. Oh, you're right. The individualistic ideal. I can see that. Yeah. Temperamental and stuff like that. I think, but five also is very, that's, a five also works too, so I think maybe a five wing four. Okay. I, I think if I was guessing for sugar, I would say five wing four or four wing five. Mm. But I can also see some three in him. He's got some pretty strong and cheaper vibe. Yeah, that's also true. So it could be four wing three, four wing five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. I'm actually going to say somewhat similar for Namjoon, my precious RN. <laughs> I'm going to say a three wing four, possibly a three wing two. I lean more towards the three wing four though. I see very strong achiever vibes in him. Mm-hmm. He's very individualistic, both as an artist, a rapper. And I think eventually, as he gets older, even as a businessman, I see it happening. And so I'm gonna say three wing four, mm-hmm. probably. Well, that's all we've got for you today. But if you ever want us to go on another K-pop rant again, we are most pleasurably excited <laughs> to do so. 
It is always good to be talking to you guys, and we hope that you guys are having a great day and that we made your day brighter by our goofiness and our excitement. Yes, thank you for listening to us, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Thank you for listening to Therapy with Millennials. To keep up to date on our episodes, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Come follow us on Instagram at Therapy with Millennials or Twitter at T with Millennial, no S. Have any suggestions for the show or want to get in contact with us? Email us at T with Millennials at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you.